0: Racing Nation Melbourne Cup. First of all, joining me now from Sydney's Daily Telegraph, Brad Davidson. G'day, Davo. How are you? Yeah, g'day, James. G'day, everybody. Now, you're in Melbourne, so you'll be at the Cup and you've been out and about in all of the action. Now, you've been to Werribee place where everyone wants to be I think that's all the internationals what what did you learn or what can you tell us or what insights can you give us from your time at Werribee first of all
1: yeah I went out there Sunday morning um, I got some really good vibes on on Max Dynamite and Johannes Vermeer in particular they were the two that, that probably the, the biggest whispers were sort of around with it especially Max Dynamite um, Nick Williams who's obviously Lloyd Williams son he was you know they got the six runners in the race but he was asked who are you most worried about and he said well after speaking to Willie Mullins yesterday, and this was Sunday, so he spoke to Willie Mullins on the Saturday, he said, I'm pretty worried about Max Dynamite. He's absolutely flying. He said, I've watched him work. He's training the house down. The, the stable rider, David Casey, uh, Max Dynamite, he rode him before. He ran second in the Melbourne Cup in 2015, and he said he's mm. going just as well, and he's travelled over better than 2015. I suppose the only query for Max is he's only had the two runs this year and the four runs since the Melbourne Cup in 2015. So whether... He has the miles in the legs, but uh, there was a big push for him. There was also Nick Williams spoke uh, about this Johannes Vermeer in particular and saying that you know I know a lot of people are doubting him at the trip, but there's not many doubts inside the stable that he will run the trip. He's by Galileo, um, and by all reports, he's he's come through his runs just in superb fashion. They, they reckon no other horse has come through runs better than him out at uh, at Macedon Lodge this spring. So they're, they're really keen on him. Um, he talked about rekindling. Uh, the Williams team, they, they're confident he can run a race. Uh, they are mindful of the fact he's a European three-year-old and whether he is seasoned enough, because he is only a light horse, but they said he's got the right form lines to be in the finish. And Al Mandon they're, they're confident that he's going much better than last year. They said he wasn't the finished article last year, but this year he is. He's got a carry extra four and a half, but they're confident he's found that improvement. And look, they actually thought his last run was, I asked uh, Mr. Williams, I asked him about that last run. I said, was it just the 60 kilos that anchored him down? And I got the response. You obviously haven't looked at your sectional times because he ran a blinder. So um, that was... Uh, <laughs> look, I I'm a bit disagree there. I know he, he ran some good sectionals early, but he, did, uh, he was a bit flat at the finish. Maybe he just peaked on the run. But, um, you know, they're confident he, he's right on track and, and, and think he's going to be right in the finish there tomorrow and uh, obviously tries to give Frankie the Tory his first Melbourne Cup. Mm. Well, before we get into your selections, Will
0: it be an international to win it? Look, I know there's probably more of them than our own horses, to be honest, but will it be an international's year?
1: Well, I hope so, because uh, my first three are all internationals, so uh, <laughs> that's the way I'm looking at it. Um, you know, Marmello, there's been a good push for him out there as well, by all reports, he's come through the run well, and in the he'll Cup, and I did speak to his trainer yesterday, Hughie Morrison, and he, I must admit, he was a little bit concerned, he, he did say that the backup worries me. And, you know, we talk about backups in seven days. He's backing up in 17 days. But for a European horse, that's considered a backup because they all come off, you know, six-week breaks and whatnot. So he was a little bit concerned about that. He's just worried. But he said the horse has improved in the last week. So maybe that's a little concern for Marmello. But I think he's got the right form lines and, and and looks the one to beat in the race. But, uh, yeah, anything else to add from out there? Look, Thomas Hobson... There's nothing, you know, too much from the stable there. He seems to have settled in fine. Wall of fire. Hugo Palmer, very excited and, and, um, about how he's progressing. He feels like he feels like an Aussie now because he's been here so long since the mm. Herbert Power and he's had that bit more of a break between runs and he's got that 53 kilos so they reckon he's a big chance and I know Red Cardinal beat him six lengths in the Belmont Gold Cup back in America and, you know, recently but Hugo Palmer told punters, just don't worry about that run. They went 100 miles an hour. He was up on speed doing all the work and he should have finished a lot further back than six lengths. He said it was just a complete forgive run, and he said you wouldn't want to have heard the conversation between me and the jockey afterwards. So. Mm. All right,
0: well, without further ado, money where your mouth is. Who's the winner? Who's your first four? Who can you lead well, us
1: into? Well, I mean, if I was having a $100 cup betting strategy I was putting in the Daily Telegraph, this is how I'd be spending it. I'd be $30 a win Marmello, $10 each way Red Cardinal, $10 each way Tiberian, who I think the best ruffie in the race. I think he's way over the odds, $10 a win on a wall of fire. So that's $80. And then the $20 trifecta, this is just 5.5%. Hopefully you know, a couple of ruffies get in and it pays a lot. to would be uh, in first spot, 2, 4, 5, 6, and 20. 2, 4, 5, 6, 20. Uh, then in the second and third, you've got 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10. 18, 20 and 22. That's two, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eighteen, twenty 18, 20 and 22 for second and third. So we've taken the 5 to win and then gone 10 and 10 in the next two and hopefully we have a bit of luck there. But just on Tiberian, I think he is the, the value in the race at, at $31, $34. Um, the reason I say that is, in particular, they reckon he's really turned a corner out at Werribee in the last week or so. But I just love his form around a horse called Talismanic um He's a horse that won the U.S. Breeders Cup Turf Race yesterday in America, obviously. And, um, you know, that that franks the form even a little bit more. But Tiberian's met him twice this year, this Talismanic, and he's beat him comfortably both times. The first time, I think, by, well, it was a length, three lengths the first time and a length the second time. So he's beaten him a, a combined four lengths in his two meetings this year. Now, this Talismanic's coming out two months later, beaten Marmello by a length. And, and and held him um, reasonably comfortably. Uh, Marmelo was coming at the end there, so, but he still beat him. So you, you got a form line through them, and the fact that this Man's come out and won a, a massive race in America suggests that that form's pretty good. So he's a winner, Siberian. He's he's won the six from seventeen. I think he'll go forward and sit in the first six there from Barrier Twenty Three, and I just think at thirty one dollars, um, he's the one I'm warming to. Is as I sort of, you know, get close to the race, just at the odds and just with that form being franked yesterday. But my first three in order are Marmelo, Red Cardinal and Tiberian. But as I said, Tiberian, just at the price, he's the one that I'm really starting to warm to at this stage.
0: OK, so Marmelo to win
1: the cup from
0: Davo. Do you like anything else on the card, per mm-hmm. chance, or anywhere?
1: Um, I, I'm to be honest, I haven't been able to do a great deal of form, been so busy just pumping out stories, but... Rate 7 number 12, two excess at Ramwick. I'd be happy to give him another chance. He's, uh, he's back to 1100, I think is his go, and he just got caught on a wet track the other day. I don't think it was really his, his go. He had to travel, travel a bit of extra ground, and basically, uh, he looked home and just got caught right on the line. So, hopefully, um well, there you go. It's a heavy nine at Randwick, so let's scrap that. Let's not worry about that. I was just checking the, the conditions there. I thought it was going to be relatively dry as it is in Melbourne, but I've been in Melbourne since Saturday. So let's scrap that tip because I, I don't think he's going to be getting good on a heavy nine. So happy to uh, happy to just stick with the cup at this stage.
0: Okay, well, we'll look at the cup. And quickly, just finally, you out at wherever you talk about his internationals, the old chestnut, the track's too hard, the conditions, has there been any query, any concerns, have any of them shown any? issues with potentially the hard tracks. We know what sort of tracks they're used to running on over there. They come out here and they must be dead to feel like they're running on bitumen. And we know it's going to be a pretty hard, fast track there tomorrow. Well, unless something dramatically changes.
1: Exactly. And uh, look, most of them are a little bit concerned about that. But uh, Hugo Palmer, you talked about that with Wall of Fire and said, I've got no concerns about that at all because I know how well he handled it in the Herbert Tower because it was a good three that day as well and how well he comes through it. So he's confident that's fine. Perhaps um, Marmelo's trainer might be a little bit concerned just because of the fact that he's had that, you know, a little bit of a tough run on on a good track already. Um, and that that is a little bit of concern with Marmelo when the trainer still has that little bit of a query around whether he will back up. But, um, you know, look, I guess you don't know until the day. And if he does, I think he's got the, the best form lines and the world's highest ranked jockey in Hugh Bowman as well.
0: Well, Davo, you've done... Plenty of the form, and uh, you've delved right into all that. You've spoken to all the people on the ground, so uh, you're in a better position than most to pass judgment. So uh, Marmelo is the selection here. Enjoy Cup Day. Great day on the Australian, well, just the calendar. Not not only sporting calendar, racing calendar, just one of the great days on the calendar. You'll be there in the thick of it. Enjoy it. Very much appreciate you giving us your time as well. So uh, all the best, and enjoy Cup Day. Too easy, mate. Thanks, and uh, good luck to all the punters having a bit.